Hi everyone, it's Amber Love and you're listening to Vodka O'Clock. This is the recording of the Oni Press panel from New York Comic Con. And it was actually a, a very unique experience because it was only one person. So it wasn't really like a panel of, of anybody. It was John Shork, the, the PR rep from Oni Press. Oni puts out some of the best quality comics and graphic novels that I, I think are on the market. Um, they're, they're sort of considered more artsy, I guess. Um, there's, um, they're very specific, let me put it this way, about what they publish. And uh, some of my favorite books this year are their books. Uh, in particular, Princess Ugg is like my favorite ongoing series. And the graphic novels, uh, The People Inside, and also um, I Was the Cat, which is by uh, Paul Tobin, who was supposed to be on the panel and wasn't there, and Ben Dewey. Um, so uh, these are books that maybe, you know, they, they miss your radar. So I, I think it's important that when we discover things that are um, out there and interesting and beautifully made, you know, whether it's Oni or Fantagraphics or, you know, whichever indie press y you connect with, I think it's just important that we really talk about those books and bring attention to them. And, um, you know, things like The People Inside by Ray Fox is a, a phenomenal book about all different kinds of relationships. And um, it's a very interesting read. It's a strange sort of format that, you you know, I at least had to get used to if you've never read anything like this, where the, the sentences from one panel um, merge into the sentence of a different character in the next panel. It's, it's a really interesting and poetic style. And, um, you know, it touches on every kind of relationship that there is. So, um, you know, I think if there's a story that you, you know, or a genre that you particularly normally read there's definitely an oni book out there for you and to prove that after john made his announcements he actually had a bit of a game where everybody um that wanted to was invited to go up to the microphone and name a book that they're reading from a different publisher and then he would recommend an oni press book that would likely suit their tastes so um i know that that's something that i do when i'm reviewing books like oh if you like this then you like this so uh, it's, you know, it's important. It shows that they are really on their game and the, they like to connect with the readers and, the, you know, all of the fans. I know whenever I'm on Twitter and I, you know, mention any of their creators and their titles and stuff, it gets noticed. And I think that's a really great way for publishers to interact and build relationships for fan bases these days. So give this a listen, and of course, you can send your feedback to me um, either on the show notes at amberunmass.com or iTunes um, has like a rating system, whatever, if you want to do that, leave stars, whatever. Um, but also Twitter is really the best way just to like shoot me a comment. And my Twitter is at Elizabeth Amber. Um, some stuff we've got going on, some things that we're announcing here at New York Comic Con. And then uh, we're going to play what I think is going to be a really fun game that will get whoever participates with some free books. Uh, and then we'll do Q&A and all that stuff and get to know each other and have a good time. Make this less weird. Uh, it's a little weird. It's a big room. Yeah, it's weird that I can hear you, right? <laughs> if anybody wants to like put on some soft music, it might kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Um, but yeah, let's do this. So one of the first things that we've got going on, uh, if you're familiar with Greg Ruckett's Stumptown, uh, is a great kind of hard-boiled detective series. 
uh, starring this woman's next part of us takes place in Greg and our hometown of Portland, Oregon, uh, the greatest city in America, depending on who you ask. Uh, it's sometimes the original you know, this two mini series that were drawn by Matt Southworth, um, and right now it was just started off as an ongoing series um, that's going to be, it's drawn by Justin Greenwood and colored by Ryan Hill. Uh, the first issue just came out a couple weeks ago. We have it at our booth, which is booth 1928, um, and it's great. It, uh, it revolves around soccer, which is so hot right now, because <laughs> uh, Greg is a huge soccer fan, and so he's done some cool stuff with our, I think they, they call them clubs, our, uh, our soccer club, the Portland Timbers. So there's some fun stuff in there. Uh, Justin Greenwood's art is wonderful. You know him from Images of Hughes, and then uh, he did uh, an art or two of Wasteland with uh, Anthony Johnston for us. Um, we've also got the covers of issues two and three, so you can tell it's serious. Uh, we also have the first two volumes of Thumbtown, if you feel like catching up. It's, it's, uh, I tend to describe it as sort of like the Rockford Files, um, but starring a cool lady inside in a cooler city. <laughs> but I'm biased. Uh, next up, we've got Meteor Men by Jeff Parker and Sandy Cheryl, who uh, you might know from Batman 66. You might also know Jeff Parker from writing everything and being really good at it. Um, it's this really cool kind of coming-of-age graphic novel um, about this kid who lives in a small town. There's a big meteor shower. Something crashes down. This kid goes to find it. And over the course of the graphic novel, figures out what it is, but also figures out that he may have a connection to this thing that, that just dropped out of space. Um, you know, in this small town, people don't understand. Uh, you know, there's some really interesting themes at play there, but it's kind of, it's sort of a cool uh, all-ages book. Um, it's kind of a stand by me, close encounters of the third kind, which is how we usually like to, to market it, if you will. Hey, and there's aliens in it. Everybody likes aliens. Uh, we also have, is anybody here a fan of the Double Fine Productions, the alien company? Well, we're doing a graphic novel uh, on based in their, their Costume Quest world. Uh, Costume Quest is an awesome series of games that they put out. Uh, they're sort of Halloween themed. And uh, we got Zach Gorman, who's a hilarious, amazing cartoonist, uh, who's got, I think, a couple million followers on Tumblr. Uh, he does a lot of video game comics. Um, he did a book called Nashville Game Time. Um, and so we partnered him up with Double Fine, and we have this, it's, it's like a 9 by 13 inch book. Uh, it's full color. It's this, this really adorable, hilarious kind of Halloween uh, adventure. It's about this, this guy named Clem, who's one of the Grubbins, who are the sort of bad guys in the Costume Quest universe. Like they, they come into our world and like take kids on Halloween, but all Clem wants is candy. He doesn't, he doesn't care about abducting kids. Um, and so it's him sort of being at odds with trying to find his way in this society where He's supposed to be sort of a bad dude. Uh, and he just wants to go like, hey, I'll just let me candy. Who doesn't? Uh, we have that here. Uh, Zach is also going to be here signing. Um, and we've got, he's going to, like, in 20 of them, he's doing sketches. Uh, so there's these sort of remark traditions that are very cool. And if you buy the book from us here at the show, you get a Steam code to get Costume Quest 1 for free, which is pretty cool. Is it free video game, free comics? Uh, the next thing is, uh, you guys know who Xander Cannon is? Yep. He's a little book called Top Ten with uh, some dude named Alan Moore. <laughs> I hear 
He's popular with the kids these days. Xander <laughs> uh, Cannon is doing an ongoing series for us that we're announcing here called Kaiju Max. And it doesn't launch until April, but Kaiju Max is it's one of the best elevator pitches I've ever heard. It's essentially, it's the goings on on an island that is the maximum security prison for kaiju. <laughs> So, as you can see, they're, they're here in the yard, they're lifting weights, which are buildings. <laughs> you know, they get, it's, it's sort of like a, it's got, it's a little Aussie, but there's not as much, you know, that sort of menacing sexuality and violence. <laughs> uh, the page on the right, it's like the, one of the, the security guards has to blow himself up to giant size to calm them down. And there's all kinds of fun shenanigans like that. Xander's doing everything on his writing, drawing, coloring, lettering. Um, he's uh, an amazing person. He's kind of a maniac. Uh, just a couple more pages. How you have these subtle fights in the yard when everybody's 300 feet tall. There's also there's lots of slime, so it doesn't mind that. Uh, so that is starting up in April. Um, you'll, be, you'll hear more on that in the coming months, obviously, but uh, we're, we've been really excited to announce that. Uh, we've been working really far ahead, so we've already got quite a few issues in the can. Um, so we've been, we've been kind of just waiting to be able to show it to people. We're very excited about it. Uh, one of the other things we're announcing, well, it's actually that it's already started technically, if you picked up our Humble Bundle this week, is Colin Bunn's Terrible Lizard, which is the amazing story of a mischievous girl and her best friend who lives at who came from another dimension. No big deal. <laughs> There's also Kaiju in this. It's dinosaurs versus monsters, which uh, I'm, I'm pretty psyched about. I don't know about you guys. That's a math equation I can get behind. Um, but essentially, uh, this girl's father is a scientist made, or filling with this project, and they end up bringing this dinosaur, either from back in time or from another dimension, they're not quite sure. Um, and they become best friends and like skateboard and fight monsters and stuff. I think there's some high-fiving, they might even eat some pizza. <laughs> All the cool stuff cool people do. Uh, that is starting this month, but we actually, uh, the Humble, the OD Press Humble Bundle is going on right now. It started last week. And just yesterday, we went into our second week. And so we added a bunch of things. And one of those was Terrible Lizard number one. It's the first time we've ever been able to get uh, the first issue of comics before it hits stores through the Humble Bundle. We were really excited about that. Uh, we were already excited about the Humble Bundle for a thousand million reasons, but uh, that was a really cool opportunity. So if you, if you really, if that all appeals to you, which I don't know how it couldn't, uh, you can go get that right now for not a lot of money. And it'll go to charity, so that's pretty cool too. Uh, we have some Hellheim fans here. So Brides of Hellheim has just started up. Uh, issue one is out. We have that in the booth if you haven't checked it out yet. We also have volume one of Hellheim. Um, I didn't really think after reading the first series of Hellheim that it could get more violent or more gruesome or more metal. Um, but you know, it's if you underestimate Colin Bunn, you're gonna end up feeling stupid a lot. Uh, but not in a bad way. So issue one came out, that's the one on the left. Uh, it sold out pretty immediately. Um, so the second printing, which is the cover on the right by Sean Crystal, uh, is doing, um, oh, what's that? What's that Batman book? One of the Batman books. <laughs> 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 There's people that many Batman books, right? 
Uh, he also did the Phantom X Max series for Marvel. It was really cool. Um, he did a second print and cover for us. It was colored by Dave McKay. That will be hitting on October 20th, which is the same day as, uh, as issue two of Rise of the Felon comes out. Uh, so we're really excited about that. It's going to be another five-issue series. Um, and there's, in, in the first issue alone, the fight with Barry that's like 20 feet tall. He kills it every day. No pun. <laughs> Uh, and, and just if that doesn't sound good enough, that's the cover for number two. See these? Look at it. Look at all those teeth. Let me try all those teeth. It's great. It's really good. I wouldn't lie to you guys. <laughs> Speaking of Colin Bunn, uh, in March of 2015, we're going to start up another Six Gun miniseries. Uh, it's called Six Gun Dust to Dust. And if you're a fan of the Six Gun, you must be a fan of Bill John, who is my personal favorite character. Uh, this is Bill John's origin story, uh, how he got to be as awesome as he is. Uh, it was written by Colin and Brian. It's being drawn by Tyler Crook, who is absolutely amazing. He drew uh, he drew a few fill-in issues of Six Gun. He did Petrograd for us. Um, he's all over the place right now. He's incredible. Um, and then it's the same colors and letters that have been making the six gun look as pretty as it does for nine out of 50 issues now. Uh, you can see a little bit of that here. Uh, in true six gun fashion, uh, with even the first eight pages of Kid Dies. Yeah. Look, you see so much of it. It's like Al Pacino in Heat. Eventually, you just can't take it home with you. You gotta lay it out on the field. He's got the edge. You guys like heat? <laughs> My favorite movie. Uh, so obviously it's not color yet, it starts in March, but it is beautiful. Uh, Tyler is, is absolutely killing it. Uh, and by it, I mean kids. On the <laughs> We're talking about trying to set up a charity fund for all the dead kids in the six It's we, our, the six of editor, Charlie Chu, actually did a count like six months ago, so it's probably considerably higher now. It was like 40 kids. It was really weird. Colin <laughs> <laughs> is the nicest guy. <laughs> it's, it's always an excellent visitor. <laughs> Margaret plays it. Okay, so here's the thing we're going to do now. Uh, we also, there might be another announcement happening in New York if either of you guys, or any of you guys, there's more than two are going to the Adult Swim panel tomorrow. Uh, they may or may not be saying something about something that has something to do with us there. You catch my meaning? Uh, no, no, can you be more clear? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do now is a little game I like to call comics for you. So what we're going to do, uh, I'm going to randomly pick people from the crowd if you raise your hand. And if you tell me a comic that you're into that we don't publish, I'll recommend to you something that we do that you'll like. And then I'll give you a thing, you can go to our booth and get it for free. How's that sound? Yeah. Pretty good? Yeah. We like, we like to pride ourselves on having something for everybody. And so I figured that this would be a good place to prove it. Who wants to go first? Oh, wait, do you, do you have to go to the microphone? Yeah, I, I don't care. I, don't, I like being yelled at. It's fun. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sir, right there. You had your hand up the whole time. I'm impressed. That was a long time. As almost a lifetime gamer, I'm a door 
Gordon Bremner. If you come up here, I'll do this. If you give this to anybody at the Omni booth, they should be able to hook you up. And if they don't, I'll probably be there because I can do that too. Can you go there? Yeah. <laughs> I said, it's just start by the microphone since this is you know each other. I'll try and get as many people as possible here. Like, I've got a bunch of you. You got a lot of time. I just talked really fast. <laughs> I thought that would take much longer. Yes, ma'am. Um, I've been reading Saga. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. What were you saying? I'm going to say no harm. Did you say holy shit? Yes. <laughs> That's how you know you nailed it. Yes. This is fun. Yes, sir. All right. Um, Southern Bastards. Oh. Have you read the sixth one? All right. We can play a fun game called Everybody Can See How Bad John's Handwriting Is. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, I'll make it easy for you. Somebody said raccoon versus skull kickers. Skull kickers. I don't want to recommend the same thing I did for raccoons, but it's pretty close. Yeah. I'm going to go Princess Ugg again. Yes, sir. 
I've been really into uh, Revival lately. Oh, that's the, that's the Mike Norton Tim Seeley one, right? Yep. That's, that's, a, that's like Farmhouse Murders. Like uh, Pitchfork Killings. A lot of people coming back from the dead. Coming back from the dead. Yeah. Noir. Okay. And then, like, one of them is like killing all. 
graduated college. They got into the woods to uh, bury a time capsule, and oh, oh, their shovel, they hit some big metal on the ground, and they dig up what turns out to be a bunker, and they go inside, and it's full of letters from the future to themselves. And they find out that they caused the apocalypse. Wow. So they have, to, they have to figure out how to deal with that. And it's a very emotional, it's a journey, it's a whirlwind ride. Yes, sir. Uh, Orcs thing. Give them one on Scoop Doey. Come on, bro. You just wanted a free copy of One Time Soup, didn't you? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna answer that. So <laughs> <laughs> I respect the hustle, though. It doesn't make the book any less amazing. Right? Yes, ma'am. Chew. Chew. I'm, I'm surprised I've had to ask this question more than once. Uh, do you object to nudity? And you are getting the auteur.
who's a serial killer. Uh, and then uh, he doesn't go so well. Uh, so, but it's about him trying to make, get the movie made and then he falls in love and is trying to balance all of that with uh, unwittingly unleashing a killing machine onto Hollywood. And it's hilarious. Uh, the art is amazing and disturbing and beautiful. Um, it's one of the weirdest books I've ever read, but it's also it's one of the reasons I took the job here because it's no one else is publishing it. But it's, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, yes. Like a censored version. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, I would recommend Yachtour to anybody, <laughs> but, to, but to most adults. Uh, I also I think the Six Gun is absolutely amazing. Um, it hasn't. It, I don't think it's totally gotten its due um, as a beer. I'm story there is, is so deep and consistently interesting uh, and well written. The characters are amazing. I think Becky Moncrief is is basically the solution to every problem we've talked about with the portrayal of women in comics. She's complex and strong and but but also vulnerable. It's like she's written like a human being. How about that? Um, and there's just so many cool different characters in there. wondering uh, what role social media has had uh, since you're from the PR area. Yeah. Like, uh, it's been huge. Social media is, is wonderful. It's, um, it's, it's one of the best ways. It, I think it serves a purpose I think conventions used to, where you can talk to fans and interface with them directly. Conventions nowadays are a lot of fun, but they're so insane. You know, I mean, where even if you want to stand around with comics, like you can just get swept away by this current <laughs> Thanks. 
me with this, what do I do? And you can jump in and be like, you can give me your address and I'll just mail it to you. So you ask. Um, so it, it's been wonderful. And then also getting to connect with bands internationally. Uh, so we don't do a lot of international shows just because the logistics are just really hard. But you know, we can talk to fans all over the world. Um, and that is really cool. That's another thing that you know digital is great with too, depending on uh, your different books and you know, the different deals and stuff. You can move your comics anywhere if you have a composite account or any number of other accounts. Uh, so yeah, it's been invaluable. Yeah. 
that you're, um, you're close for submissions, but what if somebody wanted to pitch um, something based on one of your current series, like, you know, taking Princess Doug characters and having little one-shots for them? Um, that would be something to contact the creator about. Uh, since most of our books are creator-owned, we don't really have uh, much say in that. Um, you know, I, it would kind of be a personal thing, uh, you know, and you can always talk to Ted in the show or something like that. And, I, and every creator would probably react to uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's, I have not done one before though, so congratulations. <laughs> All right, we got five minutes. You guys, come on, work with me here. No question is too dumb. Why are you going to go Oh man, so weather. You can walk everywhere. People are nice. Yeah, exactly. It's a hailstorm, but it was five minutes long, and then it was over. <laughs> Got it out of the way. It's no, uh, there's great restaurants. We have like eight comic shops, and they're all awesome. Uh, that gets a little weird when you want to show loyalty to people, but what can you do? It's an embarrassment of riches. Uh, yeah, great food, nice people. Uh, there's not garbage everywhere, which is always nice. You know, it, seems, it seems like kind of a baseline. Thing, but New York seems to have missed that one. <laughs> uh, just a personal observation. This is not a visual on these stands. It's just reality. <laughs> yes, I actually started at Dark Horse. They're in Milwaukee, Oregon, which is uh, like two miles south of Oni. Time card though for her parts of Portland. <laughs>
may not get one. So maybe fix your delivery system. Our delivery system is fine. I've not waited five hours for anything. Short minute, my friend. Thank you guys so much.